This is Associate Curator Kelly Gordon. Takeshi Marada was born in Chicago, raised in rural Colorado, studied at Rhode Island School of Design, and has worked in LA and New York. He now lives and works in upstate New York at Sagerties. His work often borrows sequences from action movies that he recreates into throbbing electronic paintings. One of the Hirshhorn's most recent acquisitions is Pink Dot 2006. The short film features bits drawn from Rambo 1 that morph into thrilling, spilling abstractions and are quite like nothing I've ever seen before. Murata's work can be seen in the black box May 28th through September 9th, 2007. Um, my first question is, for me, your work is such a dizzying array of approaches to art. Are there past or current artists or artist filmmakers whose works or processes or ideas um, influence you? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, well, we were talking about the, the uh, show that was here and in Los Angeles that I got to see of visual music. Um, that show had a lot of artists that I was really very inspired by and um, continue to be inspired by, um, like Jordan Belson and um, the Whitney Brothers. And um, so those guys, it was great to see in LA while I was on LA. And uh, that got me really interested in, in kind of reapproaching abstract filmmaking. And I had kind of been thinking, I've, I've always kind of kind of thought in between sort of a representational filmmaking and, and abstract and and the way that those were the, the way that a lot of those works were almost objects and they had their own presence and they're they're they represented like say a mandala or something specific that you'd like could understand and, and really um get into so th those those guys were a big inspiration and then a lot of contemporary guys that uh, i know around that are kind of spread out but um like R. Peterson, is a, I'm a big fan of his work, and Billy Grant is another filmmaker in uh, Virginia Beach, and the guy I just met, Nate Boyce, is really awesome in San Francisco. So there's a lot of, they're all, I think a lot of these guys, two of those guys are, I think, in their early 20s and kind of started just work, approaching computers and, and video making in a whole new way that I think is really exciting. So that's really inspiring to me also. Did you always know you wanted to work with moving image? Or completely. Have yeah. you? There was no uh, painting phase or anything like that because they seem really, really painterly. I, I was. I mean, I definitely. I love painting and drawing. I love those things. But for me, I, I always thought in a, kind in you know in the time based. Like I, I, everything I did as a kid, I, I made flip books. You know, I do really. Like, yeah, my. I was. I recently saw one of my my. Um, textbooks from school and and uh instead of like notes in the margins it's all like little things moving you know just you know, like my my grades were probably pretty bad in those classes but they had like they're all like the margins were always animated <laughs> well speaking of that uh, do you have a sketchbook or you know what's your studio look like what is you know i imagine that it's quite different than a normal sort of artist studio it's yeah it's 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 well, it's weird. It's pretty sparse now. When I when I worked with film, it was more there's more like physical material to work with, and I like the I like working like now my studio is is almost all completely within the computer. I work almost wholly with the computer, and um, so 
it, it's it's nice to ha- it's, it's nice to work that way. I'm, I'm kind of getting used to being in that space a lot, but um, and like with sketches, I, a lot of things that I'll sketch now, I will do in motion. You know, I I don't I I kind of tended to start with the way things move and. Um, I, I kind of take that as, a, as an initial kind of sketch, and, and I'll see that. I'll, I'll try to visualize that first, and then kind of build the other things around that. So, well, the key work, word kind of thing, building, because they do have that feeling of being constructed. Is are there elements of your process that you're willing to share with us about sort of how it starts and how you know what the duration should be, and you know, sort of what happens in in the development of these works yeah yeah i, I definitely I, I like to i like to have the work kind of take its own shape as as i start and i know i will and lots of times it starts really building and then the last phase will be completely deep like unbuilding deconstructing <laughs> it you know and like taking trying to get the the essence of what was going on with it so it's it's but i i, I really I, I love a lot of the formal aspects of of of, of making artwork and, and video, and and so I'll, a lot of times I'll, I'll make something that takes me in a certain direction, and then I I, I feel perfectly free, and I, I I I love when those things come up where I'll take that side turn and, and start developing work in, in in that direction and kind of leave what I, where where I initially thought the work was going. Well, so. with things like the titles, are they the departure point, or is there a working title, or is it done and then you look at it and say that's should be called this, or yeah. is, is it a, is it hard to come up with titles, or what's the? I find it really difficult to come up with titles. I, I definitely don't start with a title at all, and and in the end, um, lately I've just been untitling things because I I, I I like to have the person who's looking at the. The, the work, looking at the video, just be able to approach it as openly as possible. And I, I, I completely appreciate people who can make titles that are meaningful and, and start to kind of push the person in a certain direction. But with my, with, with at least the last videos I've made, I, 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 any kind of, or any kind of nudging that happens before that person actually sits down and watches the video I, I, I wasn't able to kind of make work so I, I like that you know I, so no yeah <laughs> <laughs> how long do they take to complete I mean is it that you feel that certain stride with certain parts of this process or um, and are you working on work simultaneously or are you focused on one and then you take it from beginning to end and is there any I mean are they each different or What's how long do they take to 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 get to that point where you go aha? <laughs> it, it, it's uh, well, in the best case scenario, the aha point is on my own, and I'm like you know there's some point in the studio where things click, and other times there's more like constraints like deadlines or something where I'll have to kind of think in a slightly different way. But um, yeah, I guess, I guess like the. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> well, well, let me ask you also: so who, when it is complete in your mind, who's see, who's the first person that gets to see what you consider to be the complete or near complete version? Um, that's always my girlfriend and, and our dog. <laughs> always, but and and unfortunately, 
she, she, my girlfriend Francine, she she ends up having to see it too much through the process. Like I, I kind of wish like, I mean, she, I, I, what her feedback means a lot the most to me, and so, but it's really difficult because a lot of times I'll, and she's a painter also. We'll be seeing each other's work the entire process, so the final like finished thing is like, you know, you've seen she's seen like ninety nine percent of it when it's finished. So, but um. Yeah. Do, do dogs see color? I don't know. I, I think so. I mean, <laughs> at least the motion I would think would be pretty compelling for. Her. <laughs> yeah, our our, she, our dog. She's one years old right now. She seems to really, really, really like some videos. She's kind of other things. She doesn't seem as interested in. <laughs> Wegman, yes, no. Yeah, I tried the Wegman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll give that a try. And the most recent work, it seems like there are. Um, emerging figures. I know that you sample from vintage film, well, vintage or sort of B-movies or something. You find an image, and it seems in these two there's an emerging figure. And when I watch it, it seems like, is that does that represent a certain, like, reality check or, 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 or pushing off point hmm. uh, for the viewer in your mind, or is it coincidental? If, for you, is that footage that's borrowed or sampled the blank page, the departure point? It's it's definitely a point of reference that I, I the the representational side of it. I think the the sampling is another kind of aspect, but the the actual figure in the in the space I think is I, I've I've gone back to um, that recently more because I it, it is a point of departure that you can look at and and understand an abstract space more, which which ultimately is is what I'm most interested in is is a is the abstract kind of, um, you know, th- those, those kind of times and spaces in, in everything that I, I think that's to me the most interesting and the, the, the part I, I try to get towards, but I, I really like this, the recently I've been trying to merge those two. So there's no, there isn't a clear distinction between when, when a figure is, is, is have, you know, coming through the space and then the, the, where the space becomes a, a, just a form or abstract space with, you know, m- movement and color and, and those those kind of getting merged, I, I like a lot. But before, when I would make abstract work, I would tend to try to make it the movement be something that was representational. So the the, you know, it would be like something like really liquid that you could you could see the movement you could you could kind of grab hold of what was going on at the movement with actual forms and shapes would be a, more of an abstract kind of space but um when i've watched them with other people it seems at some points when the figures emerge it's as if that's kind of a relief or a ple- because it's like oh that's what that is and then at other points the figure emerging also is sort of a comic point because it's here I've been totally buying into the reality yeah. of this abstraction and what it is and then oh whoa now I'm taken back to this this thing that's recognizable sort of yeah. <laughs> but also obviously from not shot you know that it's it's also a couple generations in that it's from another movie from another time from right. another director that whole thing so yeah. it seems you have this really great balance between what feels very obviously constructed, and then what feels so fluid. I mean, it's like uh, as you're watching it, you, you can never fix. And a lot of that also seems driven by the, the music of the soundtrack. Can you talk about the relation between the rhythm of the cutting and how you develop or conceive of, um, I guess, commissioning the soundtrack? How does what's what's that process? That's I, I work with the, the last two works. I work with uh, Robert Beatty of. Uh, uh, musician in uh, Kentucky and we work very c- 
closely. We actually met online. He saw some of my work and emailed, and it was really cool. I, was, I, I, I haven't, still haven't been to Lexington where he, where he lives, and um, we, we just he sent. We just traded work, which I love to do, you know, with people a lot. So, and with him in particular, there's something that really clicked, and I, I really like his. He, his, the stuff he sent me originally was his band is called the Hair Police, and they're they're kind of a, they're a great band out there, and um, I just really connected to it, and and he felt the same with my videos, so we started to just pass stuff back and forth, and with the pro, this these lately this this new work that I'm working on right now, we're we're going to try to really merge those two things, like really work as closely as we have as we ever have, like sending things through email back and forth, like hopefully weekly in the past it's been like maybe a couple of times towards the end where i'll send him like rough cuts of stuff and then he'll send me like his sketch for the sound and they they progress from that point but um does he sometimes go someplace where you say hmm and you need to add more or do more or is, is he following your imagery more or no, just he, depends. he definitely i mean it, the, the what he comes up with and what i what i hear it's, it can completely change the way the the video is going, and and um, uh, it's 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 nice. I like this this last um, the un, the untitled pink dot one. Um, he actually sent me that sound when we started early in the process, and he sent the, that to me. And I I worked with it a long time and couldn't come up with anything that I liked. With I, I wanted that to be the jumping off point, and so it's kind of this really abstract. Um, thing he did with just uh, eight octaves of sound. I think it's eight octaves of different tones, and they just um, pan back and forth between left and right channel. And at different rates, each each pitch is going at different rates. So depending on where you are to the speakers, you'll hear different tones and different rhythms of it. And it, it's, I think it's an amazing sound piece. And I, so I, I just got... I, I started that, and I, I tried to kind of... Almost interpret interpret it too literally. I thought with the visual side, I was trying to do a similar kind of um, pattern and and you know patterns and strobing. And, and then it was and and it wasn't. I wasn't really feeling like it was working. So we kind of put that aside. And then I started working on this other thing. And then went back to that, which was like a half a year before something. And it just it just suddenly clicked and it was there. But it it still was like the seed of like having. You know, making the new work. So he and then he finally he the, he did some small editing, but that that one in particular, like he, um, they were both kind of separate things that came together. That I I really liked how they came together. Well, you mentioned our exhibition from a couple of years back, uh, Visual Music, which was about synesthesia, and are either of you uh, sort of clinical synesthesia? In other words, mm-hmm. when you have. Uh, visual things in mind, do you have in mind a kind of mental soundtrack and vice versa or is it that the combination of your personalities and talents is what makes the synesthesia? Hmm. I don't know. I, 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 for me, it's, it's so similar. I, what, the, like visually, I, 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 I mean, I feel like my ears and I, yeah, just, are just more tuned to understanding kind of abstract Thing, I mean, it's you know, music to me is is such an inspiration that it can be a completely abstract, you know, song, and you can feel all these different, really specific things from it. So that to me is is something I, I really try to get to in 
visual in video. And, um, so yeah, so that, that, that's something like that, uh, I guess I'm not sure how, how Robert, if he feels the same, he does, he makes video also. He does, he does do visual art also. So I think we're both kind of like, I think we both kind of tap into that and, and try to bridge those, those things. And do you collaborate on what the duration should be or you're the I, master of the running time? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I do the, the running time. And this, this, this last one was a loop that, that was five minutes and his soundtrack, the, the sound that he was sent me was 20 minutes. And I think he had just kind of, it was the first thing he sent was just kind of a sketch and he just, it was kind of an arbitrary number, but I really liked that the sound could grow over four repetitions of the video, the sound continues to develop. So that one, it has, they're actually different lengths. Um, and then ultimately they're, they're looped. So they're endless, but the one before was a has a specific beginning and end. And I, I sent in the final stages, I sent, um, sent him the, the, the final cut, you know, and that was the time that I knew I wanted the, the video to be. And do either of you draw any particular sort of science of perception in terms of how the piece progresses and sort of the cutting or editing or rhythm, or is it purely intuitive on from both of you? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, do you have this idea that maybe something will be slightly imperceptible because when I look at it, I feel like I'm being sort of pulled into this vortex and something shifts before I can even sort of get my mind and eye and ear around it in a way that it feels like a sort of visual oral quicksand. Just... Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I, it's definitely not, I mean, I, I wish I had, like, I wish I could say it was, like, really scientific, and you know, like, <laughs> orchestrating it, but, but it's really, like, I mean, it's scientific in this trial and error. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll try, I, I try to just, just try as many things and experiment as much as I can, and there, I, I can, and then just try to be open viewing and, and, and kind of pick out parts that I can feel something's happening and then try to build off of that, you know, so. Is there anything that surprises you when you look again and again at the work or by the time it's all sort of, you know, in the can, you know, it's all there, are you, do you feel like you have all of the elements very sort of uh, rendered or are there surprising things that even you see when you re-see the work? I, I think when when it's successful, I do see that. Well, like when I feel like it's more successful, I feel like there's almost the. There, I, I try to. I, I mean, I, I try to control it as much. Like I, I kind of get really controlling that way. Like I really want to have all the elements under my control and be able to do all that. But I, I, I think it's the best when it it takes a form of its own. And, and a lot of times, I won't see things in the in the work that that will be there. They'll see kind of like. I, I mean, one's the, the the one that's about a year old now that I made for Ratio Three in San Francisco. I, I've seen different things in that that I, I wasn't really aware of, um, which kind of happened. I, it was it was it's been really it's felt really good because I, I I try I try to make the work as kind of honest as I can, you know, or something. I try to just kind of do what, what you know do things intuitively, and, and a lot of what I, what was going on when I was making that, I, I was really kind of, um, too close to or something or, or something. And, and now things have changed, you know, a year later, and I can kind of see those, how those kind of manifest themselves and I guess, or, you know, kind of 
come together in the video. When I look at them over and over, it feels to me each time like it's an event or a spectacle or something that's happening to me. It's not something mm -hmm. that I'm watching or distinct from. I think so quickly you're brought so deeply into it that it, you, you kind of imagine that you know somehow you're participating in how this thing is unfolding in your in your yeah. you know almost physically as well as before your eyes and it's at that point that it sort of stops being a canvas and is this you know phantasmagorical experience mm. that I think is one of the really great powerful aspects of the work and I wonder um, again this may sound like a strange question is there any way in which the work for you feels like a self-portrait of your proclivities or obsessions or thought process or you know is is there something else other than my sort of personal experience that's there that's about you that I otherwise wouldn't know unless you confess it <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I it's I don't know I mean it's definitely like it, I, I try like there's yeah, there's some subliminal dogs in there that yeah, I yeah. haven't seen yeah. yet. It's really <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it is like something you know. It's 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 really based like a, a lot of what I try to make is just based on how what how I, I how what I'm interested in seeing and how how I'm like I, I really like the the like with the last video. I, I it's there's a certain. The, you know, I, I feel like there's just a kind of way of um, of interpreting what what you see visually, just just like what what your how your eyes take in like light and how that's how that is kind of converted into representation and you know how how your how the, the the connection between your eyes and brain how that happens and so I don't know if it's I don't know like how universal it really is but you know to me. Um, it doesn't have a technological cool for me. For me, it seems very hand-wrought, and as mm -hmm. I said before, kind of painterly in a way that's enveloping, but that also seems kind of personal, almost in a gestural sense, that it uh, seems so like a signature uh, type of shift that's taking place mm -hmm. that invites the viewer in. And I, I wonder also, are, is there anything that you'd like visitors to know or consider or... Um, before warned about in, <laughs> before they enter <laughs> well, <it's a> slight <laughs> or after <laughs> so, yeah. um, no you know I, 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 I it's it's nice if people you know if if, if you, you can kind of give it time <laughs> like the time to watch it that's all I could kind of hope for you know people to, to watch it and yeah, I don't know warnings People have said like that, that it kind of brings back like flashbacks of, of like kind of drug experiences. Which I don't, you know, I don't know how much that. Maybe that needs a warning if you do a lot of drugs. Like, to avoid well, maybe that. the strobe. I mean, some people are affected by strobe yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. And I wonder also for your next works, um, are there things that uh, we would recognize in conjunction with these last two, or are you going in new directions and? Not only in terms of the look of the work, but do you envision longer work or hmm. about the same length? Um, I think I, I, I like the I like the length of things. I, I I kind of always stick within that like ten minute kind of or or this last one's a loop, but it's like five minutes of the loop. So 
Um, I, I might. I think the new the new work I'm going to make is is going to go back to um, a beginning and end, like a linear video. I like. I, I really like that. That you know, having those that kind of dynamic range in, in a video that, that's more difficult for me to find in in a loop. So that'll be part. And, and I really, I really like, I really like building things and then breaking them down. And I and I'm gonna try to try to do that more with build like um, start you know making generating my own imagery and then having it decompose and, and seeing where I can take it with that kind of. Rather than sampling from something else, and were those the thing when you take something from another film, is there something particularly that you're looking for that strikes you, or I mean, are you watching a movie and then say, "Wait," or were those kind of incidental things that you happen to find could serve well as sort of the skeleton on which to hang the other directions that you develop around that? Um, it's, it's caveman. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's not even probably a blockbuster. Yeah, it yeah, may not caveman. even be a Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Know? How did you find that? Was it something that you always liked, or? Yeah, that one is just definitely the space that that little <laughs> that monster was in is so weird. Like they they just had that movie is crazy. Like Ringo Starr and Shelley Long are just like walking around, and then <laughs> they come on this cave that where this creature is by himself, and he's actually not. He's kind of. There's a lot of interaction that I cut out. I just wanted the parts where he's by himself in the cave, and um, yeah, just kind of freaking out. I, that that like l- lately the, the the last one I, I really wanted to have an icon that that could be really recognizable, so that you it's like almost you know you, you just like it's Sylvester Stallone and Rambo, and you just like it has all this kind of long running. Baggage you know, <laughs> that that, I, that it's it's nice to start with that as as a kind of maybe it's I, I don't know if it's maybe an American thing or or just like you know something that people have their own kind of um, you know they they are, they they already have a picture of that of 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 him of Rambo you know and I can manipulate that and work with that already started so I, I like that aspect where using. My own footage, or using you know source source that I generate, it doesn't have that same start jumping off point. You know, you, you kind of have to to develop that more. So I, I like that. That's that's a big part of for me using sampled images that, that there can that can already be some. And the same with like the one before the black and white. It's like a, a film. You might not recognize that it's like you know Mario Bava or or, or the, the the you know Barbara Steele, but it's it has. A, a space and time and a place that, that then I can manipulate and, and work with. So. And being a sort of fan of moving image in general and the avant-garde specifically, are there other things that are sort of your hobby type, you know, what do you do for fun when you're not, <laughs> what do you do when you're at an impasse <laughs> in the process? <laughs> are there things that you can always look back on or things that always get it get you going or to let you take a break? Are there particular things on your shelf that you pull down and pop in to look at to get past a, a certain point in your own work or just in general? Yeah, I'm anything? such like a nerd. I feel like the, the, the stuff that inspired, when I feel like that kind of pause, I, I just go back to like other work, you know, other video and people have made things in the past that they, there's so many things that continue to inspire me. And, and I, I should say that also that I live 
in the middle of the woods, and that's a constant like kind of thing for me that that I almost take for granted now. But it's it's completely inspiring, and all you know, it's a completely a part of my work also. But yeah, so that's kind of a constant thing. But um, and when you look at the complete work, what surprises you the most? Once you sort of agreed with yourself that it's done, but you come back to it as there's something that. Or, or is each time there a little bit of surprise? Yeah, I'd say each time it's it's been kind of different, and different things will like it's kind of then then it just kind of becomes where I am when I'm like where it is like kind of where it's being shown something will kind of um, come out that wasn't there, and I found that with um, it's been kind of interesting working with video now because m- most of the places I, I show now are. In, in installations and in gallery spaces and, and a lot b- before I would show a lot more in, in theaters and and there was a kind of there's a thing in, in showing in like film festivals or you know just screenings that I was really concerned with like that the responsibility of of the, of the filmmaker to have a viewer who's like sitting there stuck watching <laughs> your, your video you know to, to be conscious of that that responsibility and and so, I, I, and in that way, I kind of tried to shy away from from that, and, and I really liked going to installations where you're, as a viewer, you have your own time with the work, and you can come and see it in your own time. But recently, I, I did a screen. There, there was a group screening um, at the kitchen where it was a great audience. Like everyone was really interested in video, and and it was a really good program. And um, it was it was such a communal feeling of watching the all the videos together and, and it felt really nice so so that was and that was a big surprise like watching the video again it had a different feeling in that in that community you know communal viewing of something so and if you had to choose between characterizing yourself or your work as like a video artist or an abstract artist would you be able to choose or it has to be both oh I don't know I mean one's kind of medium one's kind of stylistic so yeah it's yeah kind of a or maybe something else. Maybe a third that I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I love video. I, I definitely would consider myself a video artist. And, yeah, I'm trying to de- trying to define where the abstract part elements go. <laughs> I don't know how, how much I define myself with that. But. Thanks a lot. This is great. Thanks.